recorded. This is episode 222. It's all the twos under the eye. Two, two, two. And hashtag show. Episode two, 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 two. Episode two, 222. Episodes of a hashtag show. Welcome. Malakali. What I wanted to say you was. Riddle me this. Riddle me this, Mal. Right? When I came out of the bunker, the wank cupboard to record, nobody comes in here except me. Nobody, right? Not a, not a soul, not a ghost, not a creature, nothing. But every time I come in to record, I've always got to reposition the mic and reposition the camera. Why is that, Mal? Why is that? I, I, shall, I shall tell you. Talk to me. But first I would like to say, welcome listeners, thanks for tuning in. Uh, wherever you are, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank good, you. Good nabbing. And good nabbing. And uh, welcome. What's Italian for? What's Italian? Show. What's Italian for good evening? Buongiorno. Is that not good morning? Oh, right, sorry, that is good morning. <laughs> uh, buonasera. Excuse me. Buonasera. My dad used to just go down, he learned, and he was early, he learned buonasera. Which was good evening, and he held on to that word no matter what time of day, first thing in the morning. He'd just be walking down the street, bold as brass, saying, I'm day, Wanna say it? Wanna say it? And I'd be like, Fella, that's good night. He'd be like, It's cool, it's all right. I'm saying hello, ain't I? Anyway, trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. So, Fuck going up. back to your problem, going back to your problem, yes. it's quite simple, Scott. Talk to me. You live in a house of hundreds of dogs, they've obviously got a podcast on the go. And they're recording while you're away because everybody knows you set up fucking things with cameras and you catch dogs doing the strangest, wackiest of things. Over here, Scott. There's a, obviously we've discussed a lot on the show throughout the many years, throughout the many, many episodes. Does it? Many, How many, many years? Many, is it? many, many years. We, we nearly coming up to ten. No, no, yet. No, I don't know. No, no, yet. But there's a couple of things that stay in my mind, right? Uh-huh. And I'm wondering if there's anything in the show that sticks in your mind in day-to-day life. And I'll, t- I'll give you the two that stick in my mind, right? I don't know what you mean by day-to-day well, life. Day-to-day, sometimes you... Well, for example, if I hear something, if I hear this word, I automatically right. think of your dad. Automatically, right? And that word is... Eugene. Bukaki. Aye, Tajin. It's Tajin, mate. <laughs> what the so, fuck is a Tajin? As I say it every time, and the thing is, I've said it to people and they go, like, what? they actually tell me, and I go, no, I know what a Tajin is. You just, you just don't watch the show, you fucking scumbag. <laughs> but like, I was watching, that the, is class. <laughs> watching MasterChef the other day, and the guy's like, it's, it's kind of like a Tajin. I was like, what the fuck's a Tajin? I'm like, it's just, it's, it's in my mind, well, it's in my mind. <laughs> that and fucking the other thing is I really miss those tigers that's the other one is about. <laughs> <laughs> they'll stay away to the day I die but anytime I hear the word Tajin I then go what the fuck's a Tajin <laughs> uh, the, the Houston Houston that one made me laugh and Alexa anything oh, Alexa Alexa um, how, how have you been what have you been up to? What's been happening? Well, what's been happening? After, the, that, after, that, been... after the good weekend of uh, two festivals, Friday I was doing in Blythe near Newcastle. Okay, mm-hmm. Technically, it is Newcastle, isn't it? But a festival was just stuck on the side of a pub, and it was it was rocking such a mega production. And then Saturday I was up in uh, Hamilton for Stereo Funk, which is your neck of the woods, but you were gigging or you could have came along. 
Well, we actually were on the train, Greg, Glasgow to do the uh, Mr. Mr. Ross's right. party gig, and we saw um, a few of the patrons heading to Stereo Funk, and good lord, some In people party just. Mode. I mean, but no, because you know that way, like I would much rather go to any kind of function, Mallorca or event that has people who are mid thirties plus. Yes. Rather than teenagers. Correct. Especially teenagers nowadays who have got no respect or uh, care for their actions. And they are majority of them little cunts. So well, You mean teenagers? Aye, nowadays. But see if you're, see if you're a... Teenagers see if somebody says, to, see if somebody says to me, listen mate, there's a festival in a field, right? It's heavy, mad, like, ravey music and all that. But it's like people who are like 35 to 50, I'm like, sign me up. Well, that was kind of kind of, and and I'll give you another thing. It's full of all that commercial music that you love and all. I can't even remember some of the names of the bands, but all the tracks that you absolutely love, I love it, mate. That, see, like, was, all, that was all listen, the music. It was there. Actually, take, the, uh, would, the music that would push your buttons would probably be my set. But everybody else, it was there. It was all like entrance and Venga Boys and that kind of stuff as well. I love so it. you'd have been in your element. I love it, mate. I you, you could have let out the woman inside yourself. Oh, mate. See if you can take an ABBA track, speed it up, put a bass on it. That's what I'm talking about, man. It's That's exactly music. what it was. Something uh, yeah. for everyone I like to define that um, stereo funk festival. And you know what? They moved it to the grounds of a castle last year, Shatterley House, whatever it was. Shatterley uh, It's something like that. And, and it's... It's, it really is a beautiful setting and the festivals I've been involved in it for the start and it just gets better and better every year I was watching a video the other day and it's a uh, it's a boy right and he's uh, he's a disc jockey mm-hmm. a DJ it, uh, I prefer the full, I prefer the full time the full term disc jockey mm-hmm. and uh, his name is Armand Van Birnbaum Armand Van Birnbaum yep Right. Armin 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 and he became a DJ, and apparently he's doing well for himself. Uh, now, he had said to me, uh, Maroha, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, junkies, junkies, bastard. As his style of uh, disc jockeying, would that be considered trance now? I guess so. Not not but trance, I'm gonna, like a man and a woman, I mean like trance, like you learn a trance. He plays music for men, women, and non-binary. Right, he had said, and it's now trans music. Trans music. Trans music. What kind of music do you play now? I play the trans. You know, it's for fucking everyone. Trans. Trans music. I get a man and a woman together and make them scream. You know, he had said, and luckily, as you know, I put my shoot my coney hat on here as the you are the musical genius of the show. He had. I am the music man. Now, in your humble opinion, as a disc jockey through the decade, yeah. the, 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 the decades, you know, I would consider myself an artist. A career spanning many decades, you know. Uh, yeah, over thirty, Scott. Over 30. He had said, in the in the genre of the, dance, I was music, his biggest influence. Part of that, in the uh-huh. genre of dance music, uh, he had said that, in his opinion, trance is the ultimate 
version of dance music and, and everything else sits below that. Now, Malorca, uh, what is your... Now, uh, uh, as a fan of the mainstream trance, you know, uh, and the, uh, the EDM movement, you know, fucking electric dance, fuck nugget. I would say yes. You know, but what, 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 yes. what, what, would, you, what would you say, Mal? What would you say? No, I'd, I'd disagree. Surely everything has its own thing, and when people try and say, no, but this is the best, that's just lies, because... That's just Mel, opinion. Some cunts might like a gabba. Exactly. I like exactly. the Gabba. I like a bit of the fucking. The Gabba. See, then you had the cigar again. It's made me think I need to get good cigars. I like the Gabba and I like the. No. You like Gabba? That's I a love hard Gabba, stuff. Aye. I like the. Do you know what else we need to do? Right. And, and see, because I've had two coffees and I'm wired this early in the morning. I've seen this thing where, you know, like, uh, I, I don't know the technical term, I think it's called the drop just before the you know, the beat comes back in, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a track, you know, you'll be like fucking scooby the Wasn't it a DJ Gibble coming out? Half a second, the sounds, and then fucking, you know, the drop. Mark Sherry loves a drop, you know? Give some time you get in front of the decks, put those bingo wings up, you know? But just before the drop, I've seen this thing where people will put random words in uh -huh. before the drop. Yep. And I thought, you need to make a tune that's got a heavy fucking drop in it and we can stick in some old hashtag clips because I was thinking like mad music and then silence and you're like all oh, the animal pussies for me and then fucking drop in and right. I thought that would be great Ultrasonic invented the drop my man <laughs> check, check your head make that move one, two, three, four how many how many catch lines and catchy tunes has a Sonic got hey Talking about that music, a boy uh -huh. posted a ticket um, from uh, 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 other thing as well. That when somebody said to me, "Our man Van Buren," I cringe a wee bit inside because I was playing at a festival in Ireland. I think it was Planet Love, and this was in the days when I, my fucking partying was out of control. When you I were fun, cunt, when you were fun, near enough, I was fun, Mal. I had, I had them near enough. Mouth. You could call it headlock, depending on what angle you were looking at, right? And I was calling Armin Van Buren Ferry because in my head, there's another DJ called Ferry Cousin, and he's 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 another an, an Dutch man, and the similar uh, looks, blonde hair, the day the the boom boom music, <laughs> and I don't know what was going on in my head. I had to tell Ferry. That I thought his music was better than Armin's. And it, to you were saying this to Armin, bro. Armin, right? I love this shit. And this then his security guy, his security guy slash roadie manager guy, managed to prize me off, <laughs> took me to the side, fully and, erect. And he was like, "I was fully it's erect." Fucking Armin, mate. His name's fucking Armin. And I was like, "All right, you fucking dick." Straight back here, he'd look fairy. <laughs> yeah. And then I. I I think I think they took me away in a fucking golf cart to another part of the festival just to get me the fuck out of there. Wow. And he was a credit to him because he does. I've met him at gigs sober, <laughs> <laughs> and he is a lovely guy. He is a nice guy. See kind of what you see in the, in the, in the screen when he's doing all his DJ and that. No, you think he looks like a sensible guy. He is, and he's quite a polite guy as well. Can um, I, can I, he, can he I, actually uh, took the full situation like no bother like I'm just dealing with another drunk guy at the Scottish uh, Irish festival it's, it's totally normal I smile I wave and hope to buy my records and that's it um, and well, he's never uh, cast it up he's never said don't let him anywhere near me I think I've supported him a few gigs after that 
Um, well, and the videos that I've seen of him with his uh, white studio, you know, doing his little thing, uh, I think he looks like uh, his podcast. I think he looks like a boring cunt. And, uh, I'll well, just say it, you know. He's a, big, he's a big deal. He's, he's one of the DJs deal. that wears a, a shirt. Deal? DJ Scooby, that's just a fucking big deal, man. Right? Scooby's a legend. And Scooby I spoke to Scooby top. last week. Everybody sits underneath. Scooby's starting to DJ again. He's starting to get in DJ again. So I'm going to get Scooby to play a set in 1994 sometime. Um, but then moving on, what was it I was going to say? Aye, a boy sent me a message mm-hmm. yesterday and it was a ticket for my gig at King Tut's. And it's nine years ago today, on the 3rd of May, nine years ago, that I played my computer games album live at King Tut's with a full band. Nine so years ago? Nine years ago, man. Was it? Aye, well, that's what exactly, that was exactly my thing. Nine years ago? What? Um, and I just thought to myself... Holy fuck, man. I gave myself a wee pat in the back because I was like, that was a fucking achievement. Then I realised the amount of work went into that and how I felt after it. Because uh, I thought to myself, I need to do like a 10-year anniversary gig and I thought, I can't do that, man. Why All not? that work. S- super, a lot of work. And anyway, that's me and Mr. Ross. That's how we go together. So me and Mr. Ross have known each other for just over 10 years. The album this year is 10 years old. That live gig is nine years old. And that's how me and Mr. Ross got together through my friend Andy Haldane. And I remember speaking, I might say to you, I remember speaking to Ross, and my first words to Ross was, Uh-oh. I thought you'd have long hair. Brilliant. Because he's, he's like a rock, Andy said to me he's a rock singer. And Ross, I need to ask Ross what he said, but he said, I thought you'd have been a fucking, Ross went into his fucking wee hard man guy. He thought, I thought you'd have been a fucking mad dance cunt or something. That's what he said. No, look, like, I obviously get his back uh, up because obviously no, he was probably losing his head at that point, but yep. I didn't. I didn't look up much. I just, I just said, meant as in it was his genre. Aye, you're music. a rocker. Aye, aye. And he's went, and I told him, <laughs> "I'm losing all my hair." And then he said something really snidey back, and I remember laughing, thinking, "I think I like this guy." <laughs> and, and, that, and that was it. Let's keep him around. Yeah. Hey, don't sack him yet. We'll get some <laughs> tunes out that boy, and then we'll get him in the door. But um, and and then it was it was great. To see, I seen a wee video that Donald uh, put together of the rap party thing, and and I thought to myself, good on you, Scott Gibson, because you go to the folk, feel like fucking all scared up the back of the the venue to come down to the the front bit of the the I actual gig. It. I hate it, man. It was such the a gig fucking, for you. Uh, for me, it was horrible. It's fucking. Did you, how long did you do? No, just do like a wee five minute kind uh, of intro like thing. 10, 15 minutes, I. But it was still like I, I wanted to go on and date, and then it just brought back. All the times when it's not even that. It's like see when you try and wedge like stand up into like things that just isn't meant to have stand up in it. Right. Like even even when I was talking, because I think you take controller situations really well. Like that. Even when I was talking, I'm like I literally as I was on stage with no, you know what I'm like. For, you know all the times that we've had sex you know what I'm like well, when we yeah. do the live shows right That's I, time. I get freaked out at a monitor because I just don't have monitors right and mm-hmm. that always fucking blows you don't have monitors right I just don't like them and if I do have them they're on fuck like if they're in like uh-huh. the one is always fucking <laughs> uh, Eden Court and Inverness they're like built into the stage so they can't take the monitors off right so they just turn them out. I'm like just literally turn it as low as it'll go so there's hardly anything coming out of it alright so Imagine they're obviously set up for the gig, so because I'm, 
So I'm like, I, I say to the tech guy, he's like, what do you want to do that? I says, well, it's no my gig, mate, so just leave it as it is and I'll just work through it. Mate, see, even with the monitors on, I still couldn't hear myself talking because it was That's that insane. fucking loud in the room. That's how loud it was in the room. With so the, then I'm, the cackle of the, the punters. Just all the old birds, mate, changing their fucking sanity tiles before Oscars. Yeah, she already okay. Hamilton birds, right? She already Hamilton birds, yeah, man. You dare ourselves up to the nines, right? They're really looking for a cock, man. <laughs> they know, they're not a rock gig for Roscoe. They're really looking for a Glasgow cock, man. <laughs> uh, every, they were on the pub fucking blazing, man. They in the pub at like fucking half twelve. Brilliant. Getting jarred up, mate. Getting jarred up during about the best thing, right? So they were absolutely amazing. They were absolutely fucking brilliant. Oh, and I'm doubt, so glad I got to see Ross in like his full set and he was loving it, man. And, and do you know I, what? I think that's his happy place, isn't it? Oh, aye, aye. But also it's like, see, because obviously, like, you know, we, we, we both know people who are very talented in, in their own artistic field and they and they don't have the recognition they deserve. <clears throat> because, like, they after I just felt this should be the start of, like, a tour, they should be going out on, like, a 40-day tour somewhere. Because <clears throat> they were, honestly, mate, they were fucking bright. They've got a full rig up. But like visuals at the back, it just everything. It was they were absolutely fucking brilliant, a lot of them, and it was a great gig. And I, I hope Ross enjoyed it. Um, I'm sure it was very stressful for him putting it oh, together, all maybe. the rehearsals, promoting the gig because it's the, the thing that you need somebody full time who's pushing the gig, putting tools together. As you know yourself, mate, doing it yourself. I mean, but this is why. I, I mean, this is one of the reasons why I think. You know, I've I haven't gone anywhere numbers wise in like fucking six years. Because you've not got somebody doing that, taking the reins for you and put the tools together. Mate, or you've not got the time to put the tools together. Well, well, they knew the time because I mean I'm fucking mate. Last night, do I get in the house last night? At fucking quarter past ten. <laughs> Finish your work, mate. That was my Look first. Look at me, a wee fucking mole after taking the lessons off. That was my first thirteen hour day. It was fucking grim. Anyway, I'm like, see stuff like writing stand up or like. Concepts of show, mate. I, I find that easy, so. Yeah, he does it on a... But I find that so easy. That bit has always kept me so easy. Like I write a, a show in a week and then work it out. But see, like doing promotion or like working at social media, it's not that it's I'm so not, destroying. Like, I am awful at it. And then, but then people, people need it. That's a skill. That's why you get fucking guys who and, and women who are millionaires because they have a promotions company because they're really good at it. So I'm yep. shy at it. But anyway, the, the day itself, mate, was fucking brilliant. Um, they were in there did for you have a few gins? did you have a few gins enjoy yourself right well here's what I'm going to tell you so we're boozing throughout the day I think we had Ross our first boozing or no? Ross no, was he's kept mate, after no, the gig he had booze number four I was amazed that they were all still standing like amazed because they were fucking boozing they were in there for oh. 11 o'clock in the morning while getting set up I know but when they were boozing you know Mr Ross like two fucking beers and he's away with it well, he was. He had a couple of bass on a couple of beers, but it was proper. Like it was, it was funny to see him in like work mode, mode as opposed to he was running the Ray Bands for real at that gig. Aye, so he was rocking out the Ray Bands for real. That's what I noticed. I'm on the ciders with two pints in the pub. Then came in. I think he maybe had six pints in the gig, which is a lot for a fucking DJ Gibble. And then the plan was we were going back to a pub in Hamilton that they'd hired out a function room in. Sherry no Hamilton Bird, she once went in the tune, smashed all the guys, their back came to take up the leftovers. They're <laughs> wild, man, they're wild. 
What? No, what? Uh, what the days right? They get into Glasgow right for a bit. Uh, what they call foreign cock, right? R and R, I R and R, mate. Right? <laughs> fucking, that's what I'm talking. Wrestling, fucking aerial rapage, and then they wrestling come, hey, the big rangdongs, right? What we do is we all go up the fucking go, man, right? To get some of the black guys, and then we swallow that gobbler, and then they come back to Hamlin, right? They meet the men. Still no, meet their men in the pub and then tell their men about all this sausage they've been snapping out of tune, aye, you know? That's aye. Right. But sometimes then, uh, the men go and on watch because well, they love what I know. All the Hamilton men come back and they put the woman's underwear on the hat, tell her what happened <laughs> to you, and she's like, hey, it's for Nigeria, man. How many he's brought Well, singing all those tunes. Aye. She's like, right. <laughs> Just before I come, I need you to sing fucking this ash full volume into my left earlobe. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, after the, after the gig, we got a pub bank. We're going for a couple of drinks, then we got a pub in Hamon, and then I think the plan was probably end up back at the Ferguson's for a fucking party in the in the. He's could all came to Stereo Funk, which was in Hamilton. Well, actually, no, he's all could have probably get shot in, but well, here's the thing. Didn't even think of that, but here's the thing, Mal. Right, so we're getting set up after the gig. Everybody's kind of dying down. The the fans are leaving, and the kind of the the hardcore crew are hanging on, right? And the missy says to me, what do you want to do? Take me through the, take me to, <laughs> take me to paradise. Take me, take me in that back and let's finish getting that sink off the wall. What do you want to do? And she came out, had already mad hookers <laughs> before the hashtag show, eh? I want you to point, me, to, point to every fucking corner in this room with you for your cocket. All right, uh... Please don't light a UV black light at back here. <laughs> so she says, what do you want to do? And I was like, no, I'm playing along. I'm playing the game. Food. Right? Because I am saying to myself, regardless of how I feel or what I want, I I am in here as her confidant and her support. So whatever she says goes. Right. You know? If she says, uh-huh. we're going to the pub, then we're fucking getting on a bus to Paris, we're keeping the rave going, right? Then there's an underground right. fucking planet in Serbia. All we we're got to do there. is do it. I'm like, whatever, right? I'm feeling both. So I says, I thought we got to the pub. She's like, right, cool. So I'm 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 preparing myself for another eight hours on it, right? And then mm-hmm. right at the last minute, mate, right at the last minute, like a fucking ninety-six minute one and goal extra time. She turns around and says, I think I might just want to go up the road and get some food. And mate, <laughs> I was like marry me. Princess. But darling, sweetheart, <laughs> marry me. No. Obviously, I'm delighted at this idea, right? Where you going get? Now this is where it takes a bit of a fucking uh, a left turn, but I've accepted it. I've processed it. I've moved on. Right? Uh-huh. Where you going get the train? Trains are cancelled. Oh, gee. again? Trains are cancelled. Right? Now the options are: we get trains to like Motherwell, or we get trains out the way, and then we have to get a taxi home. Her feet were killing her because you get the fucking the big high heels on. So I'm talking about my get the fucking my feet. I don't get a fuck about your feet. Walk. A mixture of uh, high heels and trench foot. Let me look at your calves. <laughs> Shut up and walk. So her feet are killing her. Uh, when got a taxi? Taxi from Glasgow Central back to Lismore. How much? Sixty quid. Eighty-five pound. Oh, Jesus wept. Should have been sixty. It was sixty the last time. He was fucking taking the cunt. I says, what we got to do? It's 85, I said, go in, took it, took a hit, we go it. Up the road, we go, this is the best bit. She's ordering food in the taxi. 
right, just to we, time it to pick it up. We go in the house, up the stairs, get changed in our comfies, down the stairs, the food arrives, ate the food, started watching a film, Independence Day, inspired by the gig from Mr. Ross. Five minutes into the movie, she falls asleep, out cold, on the Did sofa. You if you crack one out? Out cold on the sofa, right? Pushed it against her chin a few times. She's definitely asleep. Aye. Do you I know. One horn. Do the owner. Film off. Just not singing it. Match of the day on. Oh, match of the day, right. Okay. Football, I, have, back to the I have gone oh, from... gaming course. Is it I have game gone. On? I have gone from thinking that I'm going to be in a fucking hammer and help it. Boozing away to fucking... To your the place. To be in my own house at eight o'clock at night. I barely feel like a bab. I sleep misses and fucking fit on the telly. Mate, it couldn't work to any better. Was it on Monday the old firm game was on? Old firm game was on on Sunday. Aye, Sunday. This is Saturday. This was Saturday. This was the, right, first, okay. the first semi-final was on Saturday, which was Ross County and Inverness Cali Thistle. A thrilling game of uh, shite football, you know. Joe Deacon sent my wee message to tell you to get up you. Listen. He knows he can't slag me about the football because I don't care, but he knows you are still a dirty old bastard, so he'll slag you. I wouldn't say I'm a dirty orange bastard. So there's, there's a slight tinge of, uh, you know, of orange uh, emitting from me. You know, you're, you're one uh, of the brothers. Was I was I, up, was I upset that Rangers got beat in the semi final of the Scottish Cup? Yes, I was. You know, because I thought, hey, uh, we're we're this crowning a, we're crowning a new king uh, next week for fuck's sake. You know, couldn't they let in honour of the Queen? Couldn't they let Rangers win? You know. Would have hurt them that much. I mean, they've won every bloody trophy going for the last fucking god knows how long. Would have would have killed them to let us win one. For oh, Charles. Mate. See, on yesterday I was in Tesco's and uh, I was looking at they've got a wee hang for all the bunting and everything, and they've got wee Union Jack bowler hats, and I burst out laughing. I was like, how funny would that be? Just to get a couple, mate, just to be to... like kicking about. Aye, but obviously we'll wait until the coronation's over so we can. Get them a cheap price. Get cheaper. <laughs> I saw Ian, uh, I don't know if it was Asda or Tesco, but they've got a big sign up saying the Coronation Station. And I was like, what a fucking name of a tune. Oh, what a slogan. That's how you get the produce in station. buying their shopping. No, that's for the other side. We go to the Coronation <laughs> Station, aka Morrison's of Orange. Imagine if you were, like, we obviously both know, like, and I'm not, I don't. I don't want to say, say the word diehard because you can be a diehard fan without being an arsehole, right? But we uh-huh. both know bigoted cunts that sit on either side of the divide, right? Yes. People who are like, "Fucking, I've got blue astroturf because I don't want green astroturf in my back garden." Aye, right? aye, All aye, that stuff, right? Like full on mental. Don't drink I'm no green. green. All that kind of fucking nonsense. Yeah, is that a blue jacket? Get that off. All that kind of stuff, right? What are you wearing that for? What are you wearing that for? What are you talking about? Aye, Aye, my brother. (laughs) Well, your brother and Uncle Joe Deacon. Joe Deacon's so sectarian he had to fucking move to Switzerland, man, because they don't have the Queen on their money. That's how sectarian he was, right? Exactly why he moved. (laughs) He's like, I'm sick of seeing her face on everything, man. Fuck this off to Switzerland, he goes, right? Because it is a I seen Joe at the festival. How is it? He was just back for renewing his marriage vows, and he oh. just looked like a happy man. And it was a joy to see. Clean shaven, suntanned, looking like his 40 year old self. Because I think there's something going on in Switzerland there. They've cryogenically frozen Joe, oh, f- stoked him for aging. Aye. 
and he was a wee happy chappy, so he was. Anyway, well, over I, his hope, I hope he's doing and well. He, now, and imagine, uh, imagine and being any orange or blue clothing on him ever. Imagine being that that bigoted, right? <clears throat> and only because what's happening now with Charlie Boy, I'm going to look at it from the uh, the Celtic point of view. Imagine being like, I fucking hate the Queen, I hate fucking red, white, and blue, fucking Chucky Allah. Fuck. Imagine how difficult must it be to your shop now? Because any shop you want, well, everything's bunting and everything. Bala bunting, mate. Well, here's Bala, the thing, right? Bala Union Jacks. You're just assuming that all Celtic supporters hate the royalty. No, right? no, 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 that's not what I'm saying. Not all. Is, there, no, but do you think there is Celtic supporters who generally, like me, don't give a fuck? About 100%. Royalty and all that. And or they're they're quite for Queen and Country. Yes. Also, like remember the whole thing with, with the independence movement? There was a big uh, there was like the, the I think it was called the Bears. Actually, for independence. Want independence kind of thing. Like the Bears for Independence. But that, that turned out to just be a, a, a group of gay men. But there was a Rangers group, you know, like, listen, we we are Huns, but we we love independence. You know, it's a, <laughs> Mal, Mal, it's a conundrum. It's a conundrum, you know, because you're, you're brought up to 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 <clears throat> to love uh, the Protestant belief. You know that hey, you can get divorced in Queen and Country. You know, Queen and Country. But now, but now <clears throat> it's uh, but now it's King and Country. I mean, sh- we need to talk about fucking uh, sausage fingers because what's I, I just I just don't. It doesn't sit well with me being a subject. I'm I'm a free man. I'm you're not a, free a man, subject, mate. Scott. You're a free man, mate. You are a free man. I'm a free mason. Sorry, I'm a free man. <laughs> Not a subject. Right, well, do you know what? We need we need to talk about uh, Sausage's fingers and uh, we need to talk about chips as well because apparently they make you depressed and we're going to do that well, in the that's fucking, section of the show. For that the sums up my life. I, bro- I get brought up in a chippy. I know. Patreon.com forward slash the hashtag show hashtag show.co.uk follow all the links become a hero. It's the only way to hear every single part of the show because when we finish now for the scum the show continues for the heroes. Uh, before, over. We, before we jump over, I'd just yeah. like to say, I've announced a few gigs and I just mm-hmm. want to give them a wee shout out on the show Do for it. everybody. Basically, there's some great exciting gigs coming up, guys, yeah? Uh, and I'll just, I'll, just, I'll, just, I'll just ring off some to you, yeah? Uh, if I can find them, which I am struggling to find them. Jesus Christ. Um, but, uh, I mean, next up, DJ MC Malorca Lee will be doing a live appearance at the garage in Kilmarnock on the 17th of May, um, followed on by the 1994 Family Fun Day on the 17th of June. And then we're swiftly moving on to Edinburgh for the adult 1994 Annihilating Rhythm Night. That's in the Biscuit Factory in Edinburgh on the 24th of June. And then, that's not all, Scott. Oh, We're geez. going to Paisley's official rave cave. Yes, Ultrasonic are coming to Paisley, guys, to play that fabulous venue, Club 69, the original Hello. rave cave. Hello. And that's on the 8th of July. That's going to be sensational. That's going to be an intimate gig for lots of lovely ravers. And then, we're doing the biggie. Uh, 1994 has just been invited to do the dance festival on the Saturday at the Doom Doonheim Festival in Dumfries. What a lineup! A full day of 90s old school nostalgia. Well, not and not not stopping there. We're going into August. We're down at the Shoe Shaker Festival on the 8th of August in Blythe near Newcastle, and then obviously we've got the Club Kinetic reunion in Stoke and Trent on the. Um, 30th of September I mean that's all I really want to go just now please rewind put those dates in your diary and yeah I'll see you there God bless thank you you've been listening to Scott Gibson <laughs> and Malachi Lee and <laughs> this is the hashtag show the gig the gig minute is what I like to call this section the gig man.
Patreon.com forward slash the hashtag show. Become a hero. Listen to their full episodes. We'll speak to the scum next week. Take care. Your mother's a fucking whore. The hashtag show.